Welcome to the Behind the Racket Pod, the podcast taking you behind the racket with today's top tennis players and biggest issues facing the sport. Behind the Racket is a community to give fans and players in the world of tennis the opportunity to open up like they have never done before. Visit BehindTheRacket.com for the latest stories, merch, as well as direct links to all of the latest podcasts. It can also be found on iTunes, Google Play, Pandora, Stitcher, and wherever you find your podcasts. Download the episodes and make sure to leave a review. And we want you to be a part of the conversation. Find me at NoahRubin33 or Mike at MikeCTennis on all forms of social media. You can also learn more at BehindTheRacket.com or MikeCTennis.com. Special thanks to my sponsor, New Balance. Visit their latest shoes and styles at NewBalance.com and learn more about their program of giving back at hashtag NBGivesBack. You can also help support the podcast by visiting Patreon.com slash BehindTheRacketPod and receive rewards from our travels around the world. And now... I need to preface everything we're doing here today um, as we're Noah and I are catching up from we're both at home, uh, which is weird considering you have already played in a tournament this week and, and there is a USTA Pro Circuit Challenger going on this week at the same time and both of us are at home. So, you know, the world is flipped upside down. But I need to preface everything, Noah. Um, you've already heard it before we started recording. Uh, Sewer Cat... Uh, this is the ongoing saga of the cat that I've adopted from the sewer. She is now, as I've gotten home, she's now free to roam the house. Uh, however, it appears that she's in heat. And before anybody starts saying anything, she has an appointment in a couple days to to get spayed. But she is just walking around the, the house uh, screaming um, because she's in heat right now. And uh, so it might interrupt the podcast at some point. Um, we're only going to do a few minutes here just to kind of catch up and talk about the last week but uh, before we get to the Mitchell Kruger interview. But just just be prepared. That's what's going on. There is a cat in my house who's really looking to have some kittens, and nobody here can provide anything for her. So uh, just deal with it. Sewer cat. Sewer. Name locked and loaded, sewer cat. Sewer cat. Her real name is Brother. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, she's she's just walking around the house just meowing and – uh, you know, it's just when I, when I got like four hours of sleep, that's, that's exactly what I wanted to come home to. So, um, you know, how are you? I'm okay. It was, uh, it was interesting. Not that I love losing two events before our guest wins one, but <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually, um, I played some good tennis in Atlanta. I was excited to get in. I always like being there. Elbow felt good, which was kind of a number one concern after back-to-back weeks. I know it was just only two matches, but served well at 13 aces, which is, uh, as my good friend Max likes to say, if you look at the number between the height and the aces, they don't correlate for once. And um, the body body gave out. Um, nobody saw it. I actually threw up a little bit on court. Oh, good. Uh, it was a, yeah, it was 105 degrees. It was it was a lot. There was a lot happening. Um but for me, that's a step forward. I know, you know, I'm trying to post these uh, positive Instagram that I haven't done in quite some time, but it, it feels good just to be out there competing. It is extremely disappointing that there's no events in August to kind of look forward to. So at this point, it's, you know, working with my, my new team in New York that I have in, in a physio and a strength and conditioning, 
feeling ready for uh, either U.S. Open Qualies or Winston Salem Open. So I'm excited for that, and actually feel pretty good for the first time in in more than a few months, which I know you can attest to as well. I will say that I have had you know we we did pregame and um and then a post match. Um, Congratulations for that, by the way. The pregame was good. I thanks. I it's a really cool way I think to start interacting with people more and more right before the matches get started in a more unfiltered way. Um, yeah. But one thing I got I got the question multiple times um, on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday was about you. I'm just like this is about me. This is my show. <laughs> this is not the podcast. This is mine. Um, but people are, I, I, it's, it's interesting because uh, people are, are intrigued. Now you're, now you're kind I mean, like this is, I don't mean it to like, you're, you're kind of like a interesting sideshow at this point. Like, you know, can you, can, can this guy actually have gone into the wilderness and then come back for, you know, and come back from the dead and like wearing a, a big bear fur skin and having eaten a right. bear heart at some point. Yeah. Um, that's exactly this. the same sewer that your, your cat came from. <laughs> we came out victorious together, but uh, it's, it's funny. It's almost, it's almost a game for me as well. And that's what I'm kind of trying to make it out to be is like, I'm putting myself in super uncomfortable positions, whether anybody likes to admit it or not. I mean, I'm putting my, my ego aside, my pride aside and saying, I'm going to lose tennis matches right now. That is what it is. I'm going to put myself in the closest position possible. I'm going to act like I'm going to win everyone. And let's see if I can get back to not only where I, you know, was, but, you know, where I think I deserve to be based on, you know, the, the effort and the level and the tennis that I can perform. So, again, it's, it's an interesting schedule kind of looking into August and, and September. It's, it's very unusual and, and we have a few events, but um regardless i'm i'm just getting myself in a place to to be locked and loaded for 2022 at the uh, champagne futures no chance no i I'd, I'd, <laughs> I'd, 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 I'd travel back you could you could stay at my mom's house she would she would be happy to have somebody staying at her house for a while i'm sure but uh i i will say uh, you i'm going to phrase this right you had you had uh, in three straight weeks i mean not easy draws Playing Mitch, right. you know, who's obviously serving well and qualified at his first 250 in Newport, that's that's a you know tough draw. Next week right. you come to to carry and Maxime Cressy is not exactly a fun matchup when you haven't played a lot of matches and you serve right. you serve for a set um, and then winning a set against a perennial top 100 guy in Donskoy. Like I, I know, like moral victories don't count for shit, right? Because they don't—you don't, you don't right. get money, you don't get points. But I, I like for me as your friend, I am—it's I, I, you competed well, you showed that you were at that level, and then it's just one of those things. It's like coming back from an injury, really, like a long injury period. You just have to get matches under your belt so you feel the, that comfort of when you're serving for it at five four. That's old hat. Yeah, I think for me, I'm kind of starting to believe in those moral victories a little bit more, and I never did. And I think if you don't take those away, and, and the anger is going to be there, the disappointment, you know, the motivation is going to be there. If you can't take away the moral victories from it, then it's just, it feels like a complete failure. Yeah. So I think I'm, you know, with all the work that I've done with, you know, my performance coach and, and everybody else around me, I think it's just saying, no, no, we haven't played tennis. You're here. You're competing with these guys. Plus, take that away. You know, you have to, because if you don't, then you're just going to be 
you know, a negative piece of shit. (laughs) You know, I'm trying not to be. And then I'm, again, I am actually excited to be out there competing. I don't love throwing up on court, but at least shows that I'm putting myself in a position to uh, take down some of these guys that, you know, have been, have been grinding out here for, for more than a few months. But, you know, it's just seeing your face up there in the corner. It was, it was nice. I have to say it was, it was refreshing. Yeah. I, I will say between you getting to getting to see you compete well again, right? right. It's like, let's take Orlando last year. That was, that was horrendous. That was and that was like, not that, quite that made me want to vomit myself on the court, but that's, um, <laughs> But between seeing you competing well and actually like staying focused in a match, that was a big deal yeah. for me. But then the other one that really got me this week, easy, when it was it was a match he lost. But when Stefan Kozlov in the first game against Ramkumar Ramanathan comes up with I think it was two passes and then this absurd, he, including a one including a one and he looked at me each time, and I'm like. Oh shit! It's Kaz. He's come back. He's here. Uh, seeing Kaz back, back like at that m- moment was just like, oh my god! And his body, his body gave out too. And it just made me right. think again about this idea of just like you guys, and and there you two are not special. I mean, like multiple people are dealing with this, right? Like that first time back playing multiple matches in a week and playing you know, three or four times, like Kaz's body went out, your body has gone out. It's, it's hard. And that's a long term. I mean, that doesn't come even if you're practicing for weeks, the match fitness is a completely different thing other than just fitness, fitness. Oh yeah. No, I mean my, the strain I'm putting on my body just for my muscles being, you know, contracted so many, so differently than they do in practice necessarily. Um, But it's funny with Kaz, I think there was a hatred for guys around his age and that included myself from, you know, guys from, you know, 99 to 96 in those birth years that like, God, if I see this kid practicing on court when we were like 15 and I hear that or see those come off, like you hated it, yeah. you know, it just like you cringe, but over time you learn to like appreciate the effort that he put in the things he can actually do with a tennis racket yeah. And once you had a little bit of this dip and like you can appreciate now seeing that again, it's so tough not to crack a smile. Yeah. You know, he's dead serious. He sees that, but it's like this excitement smile of like, we're about to see some very unique skill set on the court yeah. from Stefan Kozlov. Cause he always brings something new. You don't know what he can do with the racket. And, and I think it's been a minute since we've seen that. So it's, it is refreshing again to see that and, your bald head and, and me actually playing some tennis. Govin Nanda was a fun surprise to watch. He competes incredibly hard. Um, Good kid. Yeah, very nice kid. Um, I, so I mean, he's got some work to do physically. Um, as as I'm, I'm going to lump you in with Kaz and, and him as well. I mean, guys who are around that five nine to six foot range. I mean, it's always going to be challenging, um, and Govin's going to have to deal with that. Um, and then, uh, well, let me ask you this. Why do you think that Jensen Brooksby didn't get a wild card to Atlanta? Like that's that's um, his, lot, that's that's his. A like, lot of these tournaments are, are have settled a month two ago. You know that this is what happens, and you know I, I get it. You know he he still didn't have Newport at that time, so he was a challenger winner. We have multiple challenger winner. I get that, 
But a lot of these places have ulterior motives, and you know that just like anybody else does. So, you know, when they're looking at these wild cards, they are setting themselves up for success, whatever, you know, way that means. And Yeah, let, yeah. Me, let me look at the wild cards. I Like, I get Jack. I, I get it because that helps. That, that, yeah. yeah, I mean, that helps sell tickets, and I get that. So your other wild card, I guess there's only one well, other Trent. wild card. It's Trent. Oh, it's no, Milos. Trent Bride, who won the competition to get in. So that's, again, a different story. Well, that's it. I mean, who else? You know, you can't do it. You have these stacked up. You knew Jack was going to be Jack. And then, yeah. you know, what? are you going to really give it over Brooks? you know, Brooksby and Milos. I mean, I can make an argument for it, and I like Milos. There's nothing against him, but, you know, it's Ryanish. You know, what are you going to do with that, you know? I think, I yeah, it's one of those, I, I, I get Milos. Yeah, and you, you do too. Um, you and I both get Milos. We both get Jack, and, and, and then you have a wild card competition for the other one. I guess I can't argue with it. It's just, I, it's just me being like the challenger guy, right, and being like, Damn it, challengers mean something. Yeah, if you win them, you get wild cards. And it should. I, I mean, it really it really should, and I think it does. I mean, I think, you know, if, if I'm not mistaken, he's going to get probably another two in August, I think if I'm not mistaken. I would guess he least. gets Cincy in the U.S. Open. Cincy, and, and you, I mean, he's definitely getting U.S. Open. I mean, that's I, I'd probably yeah. bet my last $6 of my checking account on that. And then for... <laughs> For, you know, for these guys, and, and it's always been kind of a protect your investment, which it should be. I'm not definitely not going against this, but if, you know, for the guys that are most likely getting U.S. Open wild cards, they should be getting into Cincy, especially since there are no other tournaments to play. You yeah. know, this is it. You don't play Cincy, you don't, you don't have a match prior to the U.S. Open. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think at this point, the U.S. Open main draw wild cards are fairly secured. Um, I think there are you know, five a, or six that are secured. Right. You know, I, I would say even close to seven. I probably there's one real wild card, wild card. Um, but besides that, it's, you know, of course, USC does the thing. They always, you know, come with one or two that are, you know, everybody has something to say. But, you know, I think, you know, with how a lot of these players have been playing, you know, you can make a lot of uh, cases for, you know, especially with Portangelo qualling, winning a round in Atlanta. You, you know, I get that he's older, he just turned 28, and I know USTA, they go back and forth with that. They're yep. like, oh, we don't want to help them, but at the same time, we're going to still help them, you yeah. know, if they've made it far enough. So I, I think Bjorn can make a great excuse. You know, you already, you have no reciprocal wild cards this year for people that are one, wondering. So there, you know, are no wild cards that are given to Australian Open or the French Open. So that's an extra two there. Um, you have... You know, NCA champion, you have Kalamazoo champion. You have, luckily, Murray is going to get in on his own ranking, right. most likely, which right. helps a lot of people. Um, you know, Eubanks, I think, is in the running for one. So it could be a tough one. Then. Um, you know, I think if he puts, he's in Lexington, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah. He puts, you know, one okay result, maybe a, a semi, I think, would secure something like that for him. Um, but, you know, it's tough. You know, there are a couple interesting wild cards there. I mean, does a Christian Harrison sneak one in? You know, does, you know, you have a few interesting ones that have consistently been there this year, but you never know. I'm yeah. just, I'm just hoping to be a ball boy on court 13. So, and then my daughter still wants to be a ball person for you. So if she's a ball person for ball you person while for you're the ball, ball person. Yeah. Okay. 
I think that works out just fine. Yeah, Chris is playing a qualifier. It, as as of recording time, it has not been set, but yeah, it's a okay. it's a pretty good draw there. Actually, I mean, with Brooksby Draxel in the first round, like the number one college player against Jensen flipping Brooksby Harrison and Thanasi. Oh Which Harrison? Christian Ryan Ryan retired again, second straight week with a retirement. I don't I don't know what okay. it was, but yeah. Uh, okay. And Mitchell well, Kruger yeah, was I mean, supposed it's... to get the two seed, but uh, pulled out right after Mitch won. So everything was coming up Mitchell Kruger on Sunday. <laughs> it well, was yeah, a we have to talk about day. the guests coming up. Um, yeah, it's good to see Mitch in, in the in the winner's circle. I mean, I was practicing with Ruan Rolofse when yeah. it was 4-2 in the tiebreaker for Blumberg in yes. the third set. And, you know, Blumberg is not an easy opponent. For people that don't really know his style, don't know him from college, he is, you know, a very talented, fast on his feet, Powerful. smart tennis player yeah. with a good forehand, good serve. He's like a, he's a, you know, when he's there, when he's playing, when he gets a few matches, and he's very dangerous. And especially coming out very excited to play right out of school, very dangerous. So that was for Mitch to win five straight points right. at that point. Um, you know, obviously people are going to test to, you know, maybe his draw, but, you know, for Mitch, every match is going to be a grind. He's yes. kind of one of those players. And for him to get through, um, you know, playing that kind of way with not having a lot of Chandra wins under his belt, playing a Ramanathan who is under any circumstance and entertainment had his posse, had his group there. Um, but it was exciting. I think for Mitch, it's, you know, could be a little bit of a turning point. Um, you know, it's, just, again, disappointing for him that there's not enough events in August to yeah. kind of continue that momentum, I think, is a, a tremendous aspect. So, you know, if he doesn't make his way into the U.S. Open as well, if he's in qualies and gets an early loss, could really um, be a shame. But, I'm, you know, everybody roots for Mitch. It's yep. kind of tough not to. Yeah. You know, he puts the effort in. You know, if you want to use this word, it's, it's tough. It's a journeyman. He's kind of that, you know, basically that that headline you know this is a guy who high ranking has not been inside 150 if yeah. i'm not mistaken right and and a guy that has always been there and and like my good friend and part of behind the racket zach mitchell calls him mk3 you know he goes three sets he was going three sets like 60 percent of the time and he just battles so for him to kind of sneak by with a, a few straight set wins and and feeling good and uh, right after being married, I think it's a good thing for him. On that note, let us talk with Mitchell Kruger. This is the interview that I did with Mitch immediately after the match on Sunday. We'll be back as well with another guest next week, but here's the interview I did with Mitchell Kruger, winner of the Atlantic Tire Championships in Cary. Hi. How are you? You're fine. This is yours. Now. Yeah, I mean, this is, I mean, I, that one I've had for a while, uh, but this mixing board, you've, I, I don't, when did you do the pod? You Was that Zoom? Did you do the podcast with us? I can't even remember. Like when? Oh, we did it in week? Dallas. Oh, yeah, that, that was, was right. It was like, it was very, very low tech, but. That was like, just on your phone, wasn't it? No, we did it. We, I had a little machine, uh, but yeah, now we're, we're live on YouTube. 
and, and Twitch right now. I'm recording this so I can get it to the ATP for you. I'm just trying to condense my <laughs> work. Jack of all trades. Yeah, I mean, we're trying, to, we're trying to do a little bit of everything. Um, but Mitchell Kruger is our champion here. Do you need a water? This is for you. I would love that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so thirsty. <laughs> um, I do want to just ask here, uh, that was... It was a tough moment in the trophy presentation, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, a I ball, ball person. I, I, yeah. I didn't see it happen, to be honest. I was walking up, and I saw her down. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, I know. That was just like one of those moments where it's just like, holy. I, I've never seen anything like that, a ball person uh, hitting the ground there. But I hopefully mean, she's all right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So congratulations, first off. Thank you. Um, I want the first question. Obviously, there's a lot of drama. Uh, but the first question has to be here about just the level of professionalism this week because it seemed like there was just the, the, the priority for you was just getting through, being businesslike, and, and just finishing and taking care of business. Is that something you've been working on lately? Yeah, I mean, it's always something that ideally you want to happen. You know, like, I know I, it's kind of like a running joke among a lot of guys that I play a lot of three sets. Yeah. Whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, you know, if I'm down, I always fight and try to come back. And if I'm up, you know, like, there's just a lot of three-set matches. Yeah. So, this time of year, when it's super hot, super humid, you obviously want to spend as little time on court as possible. Right. You know, you don't want to add that added stress of, like, putting too much stress on finishing, finishing the match, you yeah. know? But it's kind of towing that bound, like, that fine line of... Knowing that you don't want to expend as as little as little energy as possible, but you know you also don't want to get ahead of yourself and right. try to just blow through the match and and make some bad errors and mistakes. And I thought I found that line really really well this week. And uh, you know I I thought the one thing I thought I did the best this whole week was probably serve yeah top to bottom. You know there was a little stretch in the match against Oliveri I think when my serve dipped. Yeah. And but, it affected your return game as well. Yeah, I mean, but other than that, maybe one set. Every other set, I thought I played this whole tournament. You know, my serve was clicking. It was just a couple, of, couple of maybe over aggressive errors, or yeah. you know, just not executing the way I need to. But you know, I definitely came in big in some of these big moments, especially today. There were some close games, and I, I dug out a few close holds that. Yeah could have potentially changed the match for sure. The one you didn't, obviously getting broken at 6-5 in the first. Uh, yeah. I was frankly very concerned about what happens in those first few points of the tiebreak. Yeah. What clicked for you in, in those first few moments? I thought you, I, I actually said on the stream, I, I anticipated you being down 4-2 at the turn. So what Yeah, clicked? I mean, it's always easy like when you're in those long deuce, add, deuce, add, game point, break point, game point, you know, like... And set points. I mean, Yeah, you, you just... You just have to put it behind you, and like I just said before, you know, it's, when it's so hot and humid, and you're already being super physical out here, the last thing you want to do is kind of drain yourself even more by yeah. adding some unnecessary stress. And I thought I did a really, really good job of whatever accepting that it happened and starting off strong in the breaker because you know it would have been very easy for me to go down a quick mini break or whatever you know yeah. the way he was serving you know he connects on a few serves that could be the whole breaker right so i, I thought i handled that really well um I, obviously in the second set it, it things got a little bit messy um <laughs> you know with with rom he can have these moments where he it's that gamesmanship thing however you want to describe it and i yeah. i don't want you to 
you don't need to say anything over the line, right? But I, I guess I did plenty of that myself. <laughs> He's, yeah. He was at one point talking to, to Dave and Jeannie. Uh, he was talking to everyone. He was I think. talking to everyone through that. What was going through your mind in terms of what you needed to do because the match was still in doubt, even oh, though you're yeah. up a break. I mean, I thought I was more liable to kind of fall into it early in the second. Yeah. You know, my first serve game, and then obviously that serve game that I dug out from Love Forty. Right. I thought completely changed the match. But once I did get that first break, you know, it was a little easier for me to kind of like just let him do his thing mm. take care of my serve yeah try to get a, an early lead in some of my serve games so that you know, i'm not playing from behind and not adding too much pressure on myself yeah but please feel free to drink more water if you need to nah, it's all right. <laughs> i'm hiccuping i think i've drank too much um but yeah i mean like you said i, I don't want to cross the line or anything but you know I, I have some thoughts on the match and i probably don't want to say what i'm thinking sure. but at the end of the day, I'm just glad I got through it. Yeah. Managed all the extra whatever that was going on yeah. and stayed focused on myself and closed it out well. So I'm more than happy. I mean, ultimately, that's kind of the thing, though, right? I mean, like, no matter whether it's that, it, it, so much of this at this challenger level, you have guys who are all somewhat equal in talent, right? Mm -hmm. I oh, mean, yeah. it really seems to me, and it always has just, these mental rises, ebbs and flows that you guys go through, and you're going through a good stretch right now. How do you maintain that from tournament to tournament and week to week right now, especially trying to peak around the Open? I mean, I think the biggest thing for me has just been getting that consistent match play. Yeah. I think I mentioned it to you earlier this week. Like, It's just been so hard this year for me to get a lot of consistent tournaments because you know, there has been very little tournaments in the U.S., uh, you know, it's been tough to travel a lot, especially earlier in the year. It's starting to pick back up a yeah. little bit, but even this summer, it's not ideal. Right. You know, Lexington after Lexington, I, I very well could be done until U.S. Open. You know, who knows what's going to happen in the next few weeks if right. I can get into some of these other tournaments. But at the end of the day, I can only control the tournaments I'm playing. And yeah. you know, I thought last week in Newport was a good first week. Yeah. Qualifying, I, I actually. It's kind of funny. It was the first time I've qualified into a 250. I kind of I completed my whatever you want to call it, my like you got trifecta. Your yeah, you know I, that was the last level of tournament that I needed to qualify yeah. into. I've done Slam, Masters, 500, and like the 250 was the last one I needed, and I finally got it. And uh, granted, it was on grass, but yeah. you know I, I was feeling really comfortable, and obviously carried that through here. Yep. And uh, yeah, I mean I'm looking forward to continuing this next week and. See if I can get into DC. If not, uh, I'm planning on playing a UTR money mm -hmm. tournament in Dallas okay. the week after Lexington. So uh, I mean, you got to take advantage of what opportunities you can I mean, at this point. In Dallas, yeah, I literally I can drive there. I can stay at home. Yeah, I figured it was a no-brainer. You know, I'm like 25 out of DC qualies. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I know a lot of these last few tour events have dropped a lot, but I don't think that one's going to drop like all the others. Yeah. So. It's going to get kind of desperate for players trying to get ready for the Open. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm i actually pretty lucky that I even saw this UTR tournament is going to be yeah. there because I had no idea until I saw someone posted that there was a women's one going on mm. a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, oh, didn't even think to check. I'll take a look. Sure enough, dates coincided the <laughs> week after Lexington where chances are I'm not going to get into a tournament. Yeah. So I was like, this is 
perfect. Well, Match play, you know. You're gonna have home. to look out for uh, ATP champion Hans Hawk, though. I mean, that's I, the, that's the trick. I know, but <laughs> it's a good effort. Good week for Dallas. No, I, I mean, mean, it's a fantastic <laughs> week for Dallas. I yeah. mean, if you guys could just maybe keep your Dallas Cowboys offense healthy, uh, they are the ones that need uh, to win now, not <laughs> us. Uh, big picture, though. Uh, listen, I know. Whenever you and I talk, we've we've known each other for a long time, so it's it's pretty comfortable. But you're a quiet guy, um, really. You, I've always thought that it's really been important for you to have this kind of family atmosphere. Um, and, and you're now starting to be able to bring Jeannie with you a little bit. Obviously, Dave, you know, the traveling coach. You've also got Dave Licker, Brad Stein's keeping an eye on you. Your parents, too, obviously. Mm-hmm. It is, it's a group. It really feels like a family. And I'm hoping you can kind of just talk about how all of these relationships, you know, coaches, wife, parents, dog everybody kind of comes together and and what that means to you both on and off the court yeah i mean you nailed it that was one of the toughest things for me i think through a lot of the covid restrictions was just having one guest week to week you know because the last three years or so genie's been traveling a lot with me you know not every week but she loves to come and support and do her part and she you know obviously makes a big difference being there for me and uh, I feel like most weeks that she's there and I have that kind of setup that it goes well and I have that kind of familiarity and uh, yeah I mean especially Dave too yeah getting him over to here from the UK you know it's it's been tough for him as well obviously yeah. with a lot of restrictions and uh, I'm lucky that we all communicate really well Dave and Dave Licker and, and Brad and everyone you know, even though they're kind of got, you got one guy in the UK, <laughs> one guy in California, one in Dallas, but, you know, they, they all know each other well and, and get along well and stay in touch. And, you know, we have usually have a pretty active group chat yeah. through some of these tournaments when it comes to game plans and strategy and that kind of thing. So uh, I know I have a lot of people supporting me yeah. that can't be here because there are still restrictions, but, you know, it's definitely feeling that support is there you know, it makes a big difference whether they're actually there or not yeah. well i don't want to keep you because frankly i i know you have a, a long drive in front of you in a Luckily. minivan <laughs> in a minivan hey the minivan is actually <laughs> really comfortable the setup you should see the setup that we've got but uh who's driving well Jeannie loves to drive actually okay. she loves a road trip okay so uh i wasn't too big on driving at first but they kind of both talked me into yeah. it but it is nice having a car having the freedom yes having the card there in Lexington yeah. as well to kind of move around as you need. And, yeah. you know, it kind of takes the pressure off. You can kind of go on your own time, but. Are you going to eat here? You're going to have a nice, I mean, uh, listen, you, you, you I have, have to have it some, it's <laughs> 345. Do you have yeah. like a celebratory meal at some point? I mean, you want to make sure you celebrate because it's, it's a tough matchup in the first round for you. Yeah, I actually haven't even checked. Okay, but, I won't say anything. But no, but Jeannie let it slip last night. <laughs> We were packing up, and she's like, oh, uh, you see, you played Bolt. And I was like, God, like, I didn't want to know. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, obviously, he's been doing well. Yeah. We practiced together a few times in Newport on the hard courts before uh, we both left. And, yeah, I mean, look, especially when there's so few tournaments, there's very few easy matches out here. And, you know. You just got to do it. (laughs) What it is, what it is, I, I can only control how I'm playing and what I'm doing. And, you know, as long as I'm playing like I've been playing this week, I think, you know, 
should hope it'd be a good match. Well, I know I know there are a lot of people very proud of you. I know uh, actually Jeannie just texted me because your your parents were trying to watch watch this interview as well. <laughs> I, I, they I don't even know where it is. What YouTube? You, you or too? Twitch? Twitch? Okay. We got. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna. Nev I've never used Twitch. I hate to tell you. I know. Uh, listen, I, I'm not much of a streaming streaming gamer, but it's I know it's these are the things though. I mean, like the the ability. You know, you guys to interact with fans is a oh, big deal. Like Peter's down in it. Dallas, he's, he wanted to make sure he's congratulating you, Gator Seventy. I mean, this is this is kind of it's pretty important. You know, like I, I'm realizing more and more, and I really am going to let you go. You're like good. the opportunity for human connection right now <laughs> in any form is mm -hmm. pretty important. And I think I think we all kind of like I I miss you guys when I don't get to <laughs> I see miss you, you for too. a while. <laughs> but I like it's truly I think these are it's important and it's why it's so important to have these fans out here, Little Rock uh, here in Kerry and uh, I mean that, look semifinal and win in those two weeks. I'm not lying, like it makes a complete one eighty difference as opposed to playing with no nobody there. Yeah. Uh, I was talking to someone earlier this week playing Little Rock where there was hundreds of people, kids, adults, just having a good time, enjoying the tennis every single day. And then the next week in Orlando, playing in front of literally airplanes and right. and you. Yeah, me. Because <laughs> I didn't have anyone there with me that week. It's just, it's so hard to manage those ups and downs. And, yeah. you know, who knows what things are going to be like in the next few months. But, you know, hopefully things start trending more towards this direction. And I hope so. I'm hoping U.S. Open doesn't change. Yeah. I know there's full capacity and no restrictions as of right now, but yeah, it's a scary time. We all know how yeah. that how that goes. Things can change at the drop of a dime. But yeah. Oh, I'll be there. So <laughs> that's the important. <laughs> I hope part. that there will be other people there <laughs> able to support me. But that's I'll be whatever. there. I will be there. Calling the match. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Mitch, congratulations. Uh, second title is is it a big one for you? Um, yeah, I mean. It's pretty. They it's are hard to come by. They you are. Know, some of these other guys out here, I feel like, win titles every week. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to name names, but <laughs> you know, make it look easy. It is yeah. not easy, especially in this time of year. Yeah. Well, it was well earned but, this week. Uh, the forehand looked fantastic. Um, thanks, yeah. Serve was amazing, and yeah, just incredibly professional. I'm very happy for you. Congrats. Appreciate it. Thanks. Uh, Go take care of your dog. I, I just think. heard him bark. Yeah, I did too. I, <laughs> Dil, I think Dill's ready to celebrate. <laughs> Dill's got some kibbles. The whole way home. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna let you go because you got a long drive. I well appreciate done. it. Thanks. I will turn off your microphone. I'm gonna say goodbye to the people here. Uh, it's already off. I got this little mixing board. Yeah, it's. I got all sorts of fun things. We can even send you off with applause. It's amazing. <laughs> Travel safe, and I'll see you since or the open. Okay, definitely the open. Okay. Take care of yourself. I'm going to come say goodbye to Jeannie. Okay. All right, folks. Um, thank you for being a part of the pre and post games here throughout the week. Um, we will continue this at the next challenger I'm at. I'll see if I can try to figure out a way to do something in Cincy and New York um, just to kind of engage with you guys just because, frankly, I, I miss doing it when I don't get to. Um, but, yeah, if you want to catch this entire interview i'll post it on youtube it'll be there so you can go back and listen to anything you might want i really appreciate everyone for being a part of this week like i was just saying to mitch i'm getting emotional here for a second the interactions i get to have with you guys means so flipping much it really does like 
Like I think of these guys like my, you know, like my 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 brothers, my my much 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 younger brothers, all of them. Like I just want to see them succeed so much. So I, I, I'm happy I get to do it in person, and I'm really happy to get to interact with you guys because, um, man, it makes everything worthwhile. It really does. I appreciate you. Um, thanks for everything all week, guys. And um, yeah, we will talk to you when we talk to you hopefully sooner rather than later, okay? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The show might be over, but the conversation isn't. Join us on social media at NoahRubin33, at MikeCTennis, and at Behind the Racket. Expect new episodes every Monday or Tuesday. And don't forget to leave us a rating on iTunes. It really helps us expand and reach more listeners as we take you Behind the Racket.